Hello, and welcome to Don't Die Before You're Dead. I am your host, Mary McCartney, and this is where we talk about all things related to living the life that you are meant to live. So here we are, mid-January 2022, and we are not anywhere near where we thought we would be. After two years of the coronavirus, we are still living under certain restrictions and limitations of what we can and cannot do. No one wanted this. No one continues to want this. However, we are all making the best of it. We do what we can, when we can, for as long as we can. And that primarily is part of what Don't Die Before You're Dead is all about. Are we doing what we can? And I don't just mean around the coronavirus. I mean, in terms of living the life we're meant to live. Are we living fully? and eventfully, and purposefully, and a whole lot of other adjectives that you might want to add. We have one life. And so today being January 13th, 2022, there are many things that are said about a particular day. For instance, this date will not be repeated. It is a one-time event, if you will. It is a day in our life. We are as young as we'll ever be going forward. And so we take with it all the things that we've learned so far. What have we learned? Well, hopefully we've learned from the experiences of other people and from ourselves that life really truly is short and time flies faster than a speeding bullet, especially if you are Looking backwards and wondering where the time has gone, many of you know that I'm in my early 70s, about as early as it could be. Where has the time gone? My oldest son turned 50 a couple of weeks ago. Hard to believe. And in my mind, I still picture this tiny infant when he was first born. Looking forward at this age, I'm looking and saying, I have a limited number of years to do the things that really matter to me. And I can't do that if I don't know what they are. And primarily for me, it means living the life that I want to live. To not just sit on the shelf. You know, we've just finished Christmas. We know all about the elf on the shelf and the whole intent of just watching what's going on. And of course, I guess the whole idea is to report to Santa. However, I don't want to be that person who just sits on the shelf and watch what other people are doing, that they're going places, that they're doing things, that they're really enjoying being alive. Coming through some of this past holiday and recognizing that we can't do some of the things, I really found myself a little bit struggling about what to do. I've never really had a problem with um, I won't say, like depression or feeling down, but I did have a glimmer of it. And I found that really it was because I had no routine. All the things that I was so used to doing, I couldn't do anymore. And so I was struggling to know, well, what am I going to do? Routine is so important. And for many people, that's where they run into trouble. You know, they they work hard and they go to work every day and they're, they're doing all of the things that they can do to lead towards 
the life of retirement. And I think sometimes people have the wrong idea of what retirement is. And when they get there, it's not what they think it is. So they don't know what to do with themselves. The routine is gone. And many become lost without the routine. Well, the idea is to find a new routine, find some new things that get you up and get you going. For me, it started very simply with recognizing the fact that I needed some order. I needed to clean up my desk. As simple as that. Once I got going, I just kind of fell back into the groove of what I would normally be doing. And this really worked for me. This really helped me to, you know, feel a little bit more energized. That sense of accomplishment. Wow, I've cleaned my office. That was a great step forward. And for many people, we need that sense of purpose, that sense of accomplishment. We need to know that being here matters. Yet, how many days do we just let slip by through our fingers? And they're not red letter days. There's nothing we can mark on the calendar to say that we've accomplished something. You know, some of us, we get to the end of the day, it's like, oh, man, I'm just so happy I made it to the end of the day. That was a tough day. But what are we marking our days with? I know in the past I've talked a lot about memories. And I continue to talk about them because I've realized how important they are. I've talked about losing Joe and how how hard it is to, to, I don't know, just carry on and not having him to share my life with. But I am eternally grateful for all the memories that I have of our life together. It's the memories that make me realize that every day mattered, that what we did mattered. It's easy to get caught up into the the routine, if you will, As, as, as good as it is, and we need to have routine. It's easy to get caught up into maybe more of a hamster on the wheel lifestyle. For instance, let's let's consider what this would be like if it was about driving. I've been driving for a very long time, although a long time ago, and, and you know, when I first ended up on my own with the four boys to raise, when my second husband left, I didn't drive not very far. <laughs> I'd go to the grocery store or else the kids would starve. Know what it's like to feed four boys? So I drove to the store and I drove home, but I would not drive out on the highway because I was terrified of that yellow line down the middle of the road. What if I went over it? What if I goofed? What if, what if, what if? And I did not like to drive until I ended up on my own. And then I thought, well, I'm not going to stay home the rest of my life. And so I had to adjust and I accommodated and I learned to get out there and to do the driving. And as I started, I was so aware of every little thing that I did, all the things that are taught in the rule book, where to place your hands, putting, you know, making sure you check your over your shoulder, putting your indicator on. All of those things were hyper, I was hyper vigilant about. Well, all these years later, I'm not so hyper vigilant about the mechanics of driving. I know I'm an automatic pilot about those things. Certainly not unaware of my surroundings, not 
um, taking it lightly and realizing that, you know, eyes have to be everywhere and you have to be really, really sharp and on the ball. You can't just sort of daydream and forget about what you're doing. But about the mechanics, think about it for a minute. When was the last time you consciously decided where to put your hands on the steering wheel? That you consciously said, this is what I need to do to put on the indicator. This is what I need to do to turn on the lights. We get into that automatic pilot situation. Somewhat like being on the hamster wheel, you know, get up, go to work, come home, go to bed, get up, go to work, come home, go to bed. And there's a part of us that releases that consciousness, that awareness of, of, of life, of time passing until we get a wake up call. And of course, we always hear at funerals and, and at times that, you know, life is short, make the most of it. But is it like driving and we hear it, but then we kind of disregard it and we don't understand that, you know, one day we're going to wake up and we're going to have, re- have, have passed the stage where maybe we would have tried something. I don't know about you, but I can't tell you how many times I would think of a brilliant, a scathingly brilliant idea and think, yeah, that would be awesome. And if I was 40 or 50, yeah, I'd think about it. But not right now. I don't have the time to invest in some of those great ideas. Even if I had the money, it would just take longer and take more out of me than what I could commit to because that stage of my life has passed. So unfortunately, the sad reality is that we have a limited amount of time. I think it's rather good that we don't know what it is. I think we would live very differently if we knew what that limit was. At least I think I would. So I'm I'm grateful, I'm comfortable not knowing the end date, if you want to put it so bluntly. But I want to be aware. I want to be conscious every day and realize that this date, this time will not come again. Once it's over, it's over. And what have I done with it? Have I used it well? And of course, that opens up a whole conversation about what's well. It's very subjective. What I believe would be a a day well used to others might think of being a total waste of time. For instance, what if I spent the day on the phone talking to this friend here, that friend there, chatting with somebody else about maybe a hobby? I could spend all day on the phone. And to some people, they might think, you know, well, Mary, you know, you really wasted your day that day. And yet those people, the other ones that I talk to on the phone, might be saying differently. They might be saying, oh, I'm so glad Mary called today. I was really feeling kind of down and she makes me laugh. I think that's my purpose in life is I like to make people laugh. What if in talking to someone, I share some experience that teaches them something that helps them move their life forward? Is that a waste of time? I think not. All of this is very subjective. It's very personal. 
And it depends on what it is that is going to be meaningful to you. It's your life. It's your time. It's your limited resource. We can replace a lot of the resources in our life, but time is not one of them. And so it takes me back again to the memories. I am in really good physical condition for being a 70-year-old, and I feel truly blessed that I am through no real effort on my part. It's not that I have done all the things the guru said to stay healthy and eat right and keep my weight down and exercise a lot. I haven't done all of those things. I'm just truly blessed. And because I am, there are a number of things that I can do right now today. Maybe some of you can't do. And maybe, quite frankly, you don't want to. I did. I tried paddleboarding a year ago. I would do it again. I went horseback riding not too long ago. I would do that again. Maybe none of you would. Maybe not because you can't, but because you don't want to. And that's okay. There are other things that people want to do, like spend all day bent over gardening. I could not do that. But the things that I can do today, I might not be able to do down the road, 10 years, maybe even five years. So by not doing them today, I would be giving up that opportunity. And in five, 10 years, say, wow, I wish I'd really done that when I could, because now I can't. You know, it's been my experience that we miss the things when they're gone. It's like my car has been sitting in the driveway for, oh, little bit more than a week. I haven't gone anywhere, haven't wanted to, but you know, my car is there and it's working and there's gas in it. And I could go in a heartbeat if I wanted to. I don't even have to make preparations. I could just throw on my coat and go, but I don't want to. And that's okay. The choice is mine. Have you ever had a situation then when your car goes in the garage? and you can't go anywhere, you still might not really want to go anywhere, but the fact that you can't is really annoying. At least that's been my experience. I don't like knowing that I can if I want to. I think the same thing holds true with our bodies, that just because we don't doesn't mean we don't want to, just maybe not today. But the day may come where we want to, but we can't. So what are we doing to maximize our life, our, our benefits that we have right now, like a healthy body and a, and a sound mind and being able to go and do the things? Are we taking them for granted? I challenge you. Right now, mid-January, some of you have made New Year's resolutions. Some of you perhaps not. I did not because I want to always be looking to be aware every day. What's the best that I can do today while I can? I have a friend who told me once upon a time that her mom used to ask her when she was a little girl, her mom would ask her at night. So what have you done today to make someone else's life a little bit better? What a great thing to do 
I know some of us just want to lay low, do nothing, have no sense or drive to get out there. Maybe we're bored. We can't think of anything we want to do. But we can serve. We can reach out to somebody else. We can help make their day a little bit better. And we can have meaning that goes beyond just ourselves. The other side of that is if we are truly living large ourselves each and every day, we can share our experiences with others. We can hopefully share some lessons we've learned. We can also share stories and brighten up their day and have something interesting to say. My most favorite thing to do every day, at least I aim for every day, not always successful, is to make a memory. To do something that's going to stand out and mark the day. Even if it was a day I decided I'm going to call under the covers and put them over my head and I'm not going to talk to anybody because I just feel really, really crappy. Well, that's a memory. Maybe not the best one, but we all have them. I can remember when I turned 30, (laughs) a long, long time ago, really didn't want to be 30. It was a miserable day for me. I thought there was just something in that transition from going to 20 to 30 that really bothered me. Some say it's when they turn 40. Well, my big thing was turning 30. And then the day that my youngest son turned 30, it just all came back to me and I thought, wow, so much has happened since then. Turning 30 was nothing. And so in a couple of months, I turned 71. And instead of bemoaning getting older, I am thankful and feel privileged. And I want to make a memory. I want to make the days count. I want to do something that's going to mark my presence. I know there'll be a time when I'm long gone and, uh, um, you know, I'll be forgotten, not by my children for some time, I hope. Uh, They still share stories about uh, what it was like being raised in a house with me and by myself and trying to do all the crazy things. And but over years and over time, I'll be long gone. But right now, while I'm here for me, I want to make memories. I want to be the old person sitting on the front porch telling stories about all the things that I did. I don't want to be telling stories about the things I missed. I want to make memories that I have to keep in my treasure chest when I'm old. Older, I'm not old, but when I'm older. Because when it comes to the end, really, that's all we're going to have. To remember the things that we did is better than to be sour about the things we didn't do. So as we go into 2022, a whole new year, know that COVID will be behind us at some point. But even still, we can choose to do something exciting and uplifting and encouraging and be joyful that we have today. It really is a gift. Every day is a gift. I'm thankful every morning that I wake up and have an opportunity to do something. I've just stumbled across um, 
a new approach to do some knitting, to making a blanket. And for some of you, that'll sound so boring, but I'm so excited. Learning something new. What will you learn this year? What will you do to make memories on purpose? Get out of the house. Drive somewhere. Go for a walk someplace you've never been. Go see something you've never seen. Read something you've never read. Make a memory. Because even when we're broke, we're rich beyond measure when we have the memories of all our experiences. So for 2022, make a plan to build and invest in your memory bank. Because one day money won't matter to you one iota, not one bit. You won't care whether there's a dollar in the bank or not. Somebody else will, but you won't. But you'll have your memories and you'll be rich beyond compare. So that's the thought I want to leave with you today. Dare to live the life that you were meant to live and have the memories to prove it. Again, I'm Mary McCartney. This is Don't Die Before You're Dead. Till next time.